Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 254 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think can be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to be talking about stress, and specifically, financial stress, because I know that for so many of you out there, uh, your personal finances are a stressful topic. And that may be a stressful topic uh, when you talk to your friends or when you talk to other members of your family. And they can be a really stressful topic just within the four walls of your own home. Okay, so I want to talk to you a bit about financial stress, where your financial stress may be coming from, and then how you can go about uh, alleviating financial stress from your life. Because I know uh, that the last thing that we want is for our finances to wear us down to where we're either... Uh, constantly in fear or constantly worried uh, or we just you know are apathetic and we don't care at all and we just let it be right we don't want either of those things to occur so we're going to talk about how we can keep that from happening in our own financial lives today before we get started though if you could go down below hit the big red subscribe button like this video leave me any feedback in the comments down below and i'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there if you're listening on apple or spotify podcast be sure to subscribe or leave me a review on either one of those platforms follow me on social media at mno with dylan and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things that i'm putting out in these long form episodes on youtube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can help you do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media sites. Tell me that you are interested in financial coaching uh, and you and I can begin working together, building financial goals that are specific to you and your family's life. And then ultimately attaining those goals and pushing you on towards long-term financial freedom, which is what I hope for every single person who is watching or listening to this show on a day-to-day basis. Now, the idea of financial stress seems pretty straightforward, right? Uh, It seems like we should all really understand what financial stress is, but let me just put a definition to what exactly financial stress is. Financial stress is worry, fear, and anxiety about finances, right? Sometimes it can even cause physical symptoms like insomnia, not being able to sleep, headaches, fatigue, and more. If you've ever experienced any form of stress when it comes to your money, you probably know exactly what that feels like. Right? Financial stress can sneak up on you out of nowhere. Usually you know exactly what it is when it rears its ugly head and it is not pretty. Right, But the surefire way of figuring out if you're suffering through financial stress is by identifying your symptoms. You have to identify uh, exactly what is going on in your life that uh, is a symptom of the fact that you are stressed financially. Right? And these symptoms may be anxiety, worry, depression, difficulty sleeping, gaining or losing weight, physical and health issues, poor coping habits, right? And those are just a few. Financial stress has also taken a toll on marriages nationwide, right? Financial stress is a very big deal in marriages. It's one of the primary reasons that individuals cite for being uh, divorced from somebody is the financial stress that was occurring in their marriage, okay? And we don't want you to end up in a place where, uh, you know, you are getting divorced because of your financial situation, because the stress was too much. So I want to help you to keep this stress from getting uh, out of control in your financial life. Now, a 2017 study found that money is the number one issue married couples argue about. 41% of couples who have consumer debt say that they argue about money and it is what they argue about the most, right? Financial stress does not have to take over your life, but 
it seems to take on a very large part uh, of the dissension in the marriages of many. Okay, And if this is such a big deal in people's marriages, then it should be a big deal about what I talk about because I'm talking about personal finance. I'm talking about your personal life and how your finances impact your personal life. Okay, so we're going to talk about financial stress today. Uh, again, that's just kind of what it is uh, and the symptoms involved, but I want to jump into uh, what may cause your financial stress and then ultimately what can we do about it? How can we deal with it? Okay, so let's talk about seven causes of financial stress. Okay, now the first of these causes, uh, it's not a huge cause, okay, uh, because it's something that I know that we all have to do, but it can become a very big cause of financial stress uh, if we are uh, to be in a situation where this actually comes up. So, so paying your rent or your mortgage can play a big part in creating financial stress in your life, okay? Uh, many individuals say that this is their top cause of financial stress. Residents, especially in higher cost of living areas, uh, may find this especially uh, taxing and especially stressful. Like if you lived in Manhattan or uh, you know, if you lived in LA or you lived uh, in Chicago or somewhere that has a higher cost of living, uh, your rent or your mortgage is going to be more because the uh, cost is greater to live there, right? Uh, it may make it tough to pay for that thing. And that thing may be such a large part uh, of your monthly budget that it really stresses you out to make that big payment every single month. But it does not have to. It doesn't have to stress you out. Obviously, I'm going to uh, go through some ways that we can deal with financial stress, but uh, this is a root cause. This is uh, something that everybody has to do that may be causing them uh, a lot of stress, and rightfully so, right? You know, uh, that's one of our biggest expenses. It's one of the things that, uh, you know, every single month you are trying to make this payment, and most people can, right? Uh, and a lot of people struggle uh, to make those payments, and I'm sure that's stressful, right? Uh, but when that payment is abnormally high and it's an abnormally large part of your budget, I'm sure that it creates a lot of financial stress. Then another cause of financial stress is a lack of stable income. Okay, this is a huge deal, right? Uh, we hear people talk about this all the time. Uh, people get real worried and they don't know how to budget and they don't know how to you know, plan out their financial life when their income is not stable, when they're not making a predictable amount of income every single month, right? People don't think that they can do a financial plan. They don't think that they can budget properly. They don't think that they can adequately pay off debt and do all the things they need to do if their income is not stable. Okay, and with the rise of this gig economy and the rise of uh, people doing a bunch of freelance work and doing a lot of things on the side, uh, this is becoming a bigger and bigger issue and a bigger and bigger problem when it comes to creating financial stress in people's lives because uh, it really comes down to how much work did you do? It really comes down to, uh, you know, did you go and drive the Uber for a certain number of hours that month or, you know, get a certain number of individuals to ride in your Uber that month or did you do DoorDash for a certain amount of time that month or uh, you know did you do all your little side hustles as much as you normally do and if the answer is no then uh, your income is going to suffer and if your income suffers then naturally you're not going to be able to do all the things that you want to do and for some people uh, you're not going to be able to pay all the bills that you need to pay and so uh, a lack of stable income can cause a lot of stress because that's all on you it's all on you uh, especially if you have a side hustle if, or if you uh, you know make money off of a bunch of little gigs that you get uh, on the side, then uh, it's on you to go out and make that money. It's on you uh, to make your income 
And if your income is not stable, that can cause a lot of stress. And uh, the same goes for individuals who are in uh, sales type jobs, right? They have to go out and they have to make income for themselves because they rely heavily on commission. If you rely heavily on commission, it can be very stressful if you're not selling. If you're not selling, you're not going to make a lot of money and it's going to show up in your budget. It's going to show up uh, in your household in some way, shape or form. Okay, so that's the second uh, cause of financial stress. Another cause of financial stress is paying for education. And this is multifaceted. This can be a stress for parents of kids who uh, are going to school. Maybe they're paying for a private school. Maybe, you know, ultimately they pay for college, right? This can be a stress for parents, obviously, but it can also be a stress for students themselves. Because if you are a student trying to pay for your own education, it's very, very expensive to do so. And uh, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take uh, a lot of time for you to get the money you need to have to pay for uh, education in cash. Uh, so this can be a very stressful thing to do on both sides of the coin because as a parent, you want to help your kids out as much as possible. Uh, so you kind of feel that stress, especially as the time is getting closer and closer for your kid to go to school. Uh, and then as you know, a kid in school, you're know, working a job and trying to uh, pay for your education on your own can be a very taxing thing, especially with all the other uh, things that you have school-wise that are going on at that same time, right? So uh, your education can be a very big cause of financial stress. Then the next cause of financial stress uh, is keeping up with the Joneses, is wanting a nicer lifestyle all of the time, wanting to step up in lifestyle, uh, even though maybe your income has not kept up with that step up in lifestyle that you want to make. Okay, Watching people around you do things that you can't do yet, or they do things with debt that you aren't going to do and won't do, right? it can take a toll on you. It can be stressful. It can make you think, well, am I doing the right thing? It can make you question a lot of your financial plan or you know, if you follow the financial action plan. There are people who are going to go out and buy really expensive cars on debt and they're going to buy more house than they can actually afford and they're going to do all these things with money that they don't have to impress people that they don't like and you may be sitting around driving a 10 year old uh, toyota camry and you may be actively saving and investing and trying to do all the right things but sometimes it just feels like everybody is taking a step faster than you are okay so you end up wanting more you end up wanting what those around you have and this can be stressful because you're constantly trying to do everything that you can to keep up with those around you that's a losing game you should not try to do that but that can be a very real cause of financial stress in the lives of many okay then another cause of financial stress is not having money to fund an emergency. This is why I put so much stress around the emergency fund. I talk so much about the need for individuals to have fully funded emergency funds because without them, uh, then when an emergency actually occurs, it's gonna be so, so stressful on you. Uh, you're gonna think a lot more about the money than the actual situation that may be occurring, right? How horrible would it be uh, for something you know, health-wise to happen to uh, your spouse or happen to your child and you can't stop thinking about the financial ramifications of it when you need to actually be worrying about your child or your spouse or your loved one, right? You're just worrying about the bill that's gonna come because you know that you can't cover it. You wanna be in a place where you can be clear-headed and worry about the issue at hand and not have to worry about the money as much. 
And so you need to have an emergency fund. And I preach that many, 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 many times. Okay. But not having one can be so stressful because it is literally a paycheck to paycheck lifestyle. Uh, and you don't have any extra money. You don't have any extra buffer. You're constantly trying to dodge emergencies in your life, but ultimately emergencies will come and you need to have money setting aside uh, to pay for those emergencies when they finally get there. Another cause of financial stress, and this is towards the top of my list, uh, is not being able to retire. People are stressed because they don't think they're going to be able to retire or they're actually not going to be able to retire. And this is a harrowing fact of life for many. They get older, they get into their 50s, they you know, are pushing 60, they think, hey, I can retire at this specific age because my parents did and their parents did, uh, and this is just the time that you retire. And they look up and they don't have the financial situation in place in order to retire properly. And this is a big problem. And this can cause a lot of stress because if you haven't invested enough money for retirement, if you don't have uh, the nest egg that you need in order to live and sustain your lifestyle, uh, then you are met with the reality that you're going to have to one, work more, or two, cut down your lifestyle, or both. And if you have to do both, that can be really, really stressful, and it can really push you uh, to try to do a lot of things very, very quickly uh, that were meant to be done over a long period of time in your financial life. Okay, so not being able to retire or not thinking you'll be able to retire at the time that you want to can be a very stressful thing, and it can cause a lot of tension in a household because. Um, you know, if you haven't been paying attention, if you've been asleep at the wheel financially, and then all of a sudden you have to look at the numbers, you're forced to look at the numbers and you're not able to do what you wanted to do, uh, that can be uh, a big, big problem within the four walls of your home. Okay. So not being able to retire is a big part of financial stress. And then what I think is the biggest cause of financial stress, just overall, the largest cause of financial stress is debt. Okay. Debt is a huge, huge, huge deal. And paying off your debt is a very, very large cause of financial stress. I am not naive to the fact uh, that paying off debt in the financial action plan is such a huge deal and it's one of the hardest things that you can do, right? Paying off debt, it takes time, it takes sacrifice, and it takes you deciding that you wanna make a change in your life. And so that's why when so many people get through paying off debt, they never wanna go back. Right? They never want to go back into that place because they know that it is so stressful. It is so painful. Right, The thing that is going to constrict people's finances so much and constrict their budget so much is debt. The more debt that you have, the more residual income that is going to be uh, left on the table, it's going to be lost because you're paying it out in debt payments. Okay, And this is going to keep you from doing other things in your financial life, and it's going to lead to a lot of struggle. It's going to lead uh, to not having money set aside for emergencies. It's going to lead to not having enough money to retire. This is something, this is a cause of financial stress that is specifically going to impact all these other causes in very, very real ways. Okay, So paying off debt or being out of debt or having debt can be a very, very uh, big part of your financial life that can cause stress if this is where you're at. If you have debt, I'm sure you feel it. I'm sure you feel the stress of the payments that you have to make every month. Or if you don't, uh, there is no doubt that you eventually will. As I say many, many times, debt is a strain on your cash flow. And so strains on your cash flow are typically strains on your emotion as well. And so uh, being 
in debt uh, can be very, very stressful. So those are seven causes of financial stress that I think we need to recognize, right? We need to recognize what is causing uh, our anxiety and our worries about money. And then we need to attack them. We need to do the things that we need to do to deal with financial stress. And these things to deal with financial stress, they are not easy. And many of them I talk about, okay? And so it sounds very straightforward. It sounds like, okay, obviously I would do this, but uh, to actually take the step, to actually step into this place where you can do it and you believe that you can do it, uh, it is difficult. It is hard to deal with your financial stresses, but to do so means to ultimately get to the other side where you are financially free, where you are financially independent, when you are living a financial life that is worth living and not living a financial life that is constantly leaving you in pain, constantly leaving you uh, not being able to sleep at night. That is not where you want to be financially. So how do we deal with financial stress? Well, obviously you have to take control of your money and your health. You have to uh, put both hands on the wheel and you have to drive the bus. You have to make the decisions to do all the things that you need to do to get on the right track. Nobody's gonna do it for you. You have to make these decisions. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to take inventory of your financial life, right? I know it is scary, but it's time to open up uh, all of those wounds. It's time, it's time to open up all of those things that you've just patched up over time financially, and it's time to get into the mess. It's time to realize where uh, the bleeding is happening. It's time to recognize uh, what is going wrong in your financial life, and it's time to recognize where you need to make changes, right? Believe me, just because the problem isn't in plain sight doesn't mean it's not there. And it may not seem like it now, but facing uh, your bills, facing your uh, financial problems, you being behind financially, you being in debt, facing that head on is the most helpful thing you can do to start relieving your stress. Of course, it's going to be painful in the short term. Of course, ripping that band-aid off and seeing uh, that uh, financial infection is going to be problematic and it's going to hurt and it's going to be sickening. But uh, once you can get past that and you can say, okay, well then what do we need to do about it? And you can start attacking it right? Then you are in a new place. You're in a different place financially, and then you can start making some real headway. So once we take inventory of our financial life, a kind of a part of that, but the, the distinct next thing that you need to do is you need to uh, get control of your income and your expenses. So how do we do that? What do we call that? We call that budgeting. Right, And you may say, well, I'm not here to listen to you talk about a budget. I'm not here to listen to you talk about you know, budgeting and all that. But if you do not budget, I promise you, your financial life is going to be more stressful than it would otherwise be. Okay, budgeting is going to take away so much stress because you know where your money is going. You have a plan for your money. And then when you track your expenses, you can see if you're actually uh, allocating your money in the way that you said you were going to in the budget. And if you're not, then there's an obvious place to go. There's an obvious fix to be done, right? You can then make the changes in your financial life that you need to make. Uh, and you can put the, the safeguards in place if you're spending too much in certain places. For instance, if you're going to the grocery store and you're spending way too much money every single time, then only spend cash at the grocery store and only take out the amount of cash that you're going to spend at the grocery store every week and only take that cash, leave the rest of your uh, you know cards and everything at home, just take that cash and that's all you can spend. And if you can only spend cash, then that's all that you have, right? Uh, and so that's going to keep you from overspending. Same way with eating out, right? If you're eating out too much, 
then have cash set aside to eat out with, right? I know cash is antiquated. It's old school. It's all these different types of things, but uh, it is finite, right? When it runs out, it is gone. But you may say, oh, when the money in my checking account runs out, my debit card gets declined. Well, may be true, okay? But uh, you can also have overdrafts, okay? And that can cost you even more uh, if you overdraft on your account. Uh, and so we don't want you doing that. We want you spending the exact amount of money that you set out to spend. So you have to make a budget. And how do we make a budget? We make a budget by writing down our income, okay? Then we have to go line by line on every single one of our expenses. And if you don't know exactly what your income is going to be and it's not a stable income, then give your best guess. Give some average or some median or some baseline, right? I think it's really, really useful to use a baseline amount, like the minimum that you would make, see how your month looks with the minimum, and then anything else that you make above that, have a plan for where your money's going to go uh, if you make anything above that. Okay, that will help you to budget better. Budget for the worst case scenario uh, on both income and expenses. And then uh, if it's better than that, then it's a positive surprise and you can do other things with your money, right? This is how I like to budget. I like to budget with the lowest possible uh, income written down, right? Uh, especially if your incomes are not stable. Uh, if you don't have stable incomes, then start with your worst possible income for a particular month right? Obviously not zero, but something reasonable, your worst possible based on evidence. Okay. And then go to your highest expenses in the variable categories, obviously, because you should set your budget in a way that you uh, aren't just, you know, overspending in every area, but in things that could be variable, uh, expect them to be, you know, as high as possible. Like if it's the middle of summer in Texas, like it is right now, right where I'm at, uh, it is hot and your electric bill is going to be higher right? There are going to be times of the year when things are going to be more expensive. There are going to be months when things are more expensive. And so prepare for that. And then if you make any more money or your expenses are lower, then that is a positive surprise to your budget. But we need to have a budget. We need to stick to that budget and make the necessary adjustments month after month, do something unique to each month when it comes to budgeting, and then you'll be on the right track to cleaning up your mess. Okay. The budget is not cleaning up your mess, but it is knowing where your money is going and then being able uh, based on that information to start making some real progress in other areas okay so make a budget then what do we do to deal with our financial stress we have to pay off our debt we have to get out of debt and we have to stay out of debt debt is only holding you back okay you have to get out of all your debt okay especially all your debt other than your mortgage okay you already know how stressful it is to have to worry about paying your bills when you're already living paycheck to paycheck just imagine what it would be like if you didn't have to keep giving your paycheck to student loans and credit cards and medical debts and vacations and then ultimately your mortgage right seriously imagine that imagine how much money you could have in your pocket at the end of every month but since you have all this debt you don't have that money okay when you know why you're wanting to do what you want to do and you set uh, that with your spouse or uh, with your uh, accountability partner, whomever, right? Uh, and you can tell them exactly why you're trying to get your financial life in order. Then you're ready to start attacking your debt with a vengeance. Okay. And we need to do this in a way uh, that is the debt snowball method where you list your debts from smallest amount to largest amount, not interest rate, not highest interest rate to lowest interest rate, smallest amount to largest amount. Start with the smallest one, uh, make minimum payments on everything but the small one. 
okay? Pay off the small one and then roll those payments into the next largest and the next largest and the next largest all the way to your largest debt and then get that one paid off ultimately. And then your mortgage gets paid off while you are investing as a part of the financial action plan. And then you are truly in long-term financial freedom. You are in uh, a place where you don't have to worry about giving money to anybody and all of your income is residual, okay? Now, if you're in the middle of any kind of emergency, things will look a little different, right? If you've lost a job, if you uh, have some medical crisis or something, paying off debt may get put on the back burner. But I'm talking about if you are ready to make a change in your financial life, you're not in the middle of crisis, paying off your debt is an absolute must. And then long-term for everybody, paying off your debt is an absolute must because it is automatically going to put money in your pocket. When you don't owe money to other people, you get to keep the money that you have. It's that simple. Okay, then I would tell you, okay, and I think any good uh, financial planner, financial advisor, anybody who is going to help you financially would tell you this, that you just have to have a plan, okay? And a budget is a part of your plan, and I'm fine with that. Okay, but you need to have specific goals. You need to know what you are going to do with every bit of your money, not just today, uh, but where are we trying to go? Where are we shooting towards? What are we trying to do in our financial life? We also call that your why, right? I, I alluded to that a moment ago, uh, but we need to know why we're doing what we're doing and where we are trying to get. And I have set up a plan for every single one of you to use the financial action plan, okay, that will help you to meet your goals. And if your goals aren't aligned with my plan, I'm not suggesting that everybody go and use it. I do think it's a good plan that is uh, quite universal, but if you can find a good financial plan that works for you and it follows good financial principles that actually work statistically, then by all means go and do it. But uh, I just want you uh, to have the path set for yourself. I want you to have a plan as to where you go next and what you do next and what the, the next thing on your financial docket is uh, to be done in your life, okay? Uh, so if you want to use the financial action plan, by all means, but have a plan, uh, have some goals and go out and reach those goals, okay? Now, those are the first four ways that we want to deal with financial stress. Then the last, I think, may be the biggest. It may be the most important, okay? And the most important is practice gratitude, okay? They say the grass is always greener on the other side, but the truth is, if you're taking care of your own lawn, you don't seem to notice the neighbors, okay? You wanna know why? Contentment, okay? If you want to get rid of financial stress, you've got to do things differently than the way you're doing things right now. And it all starts with addressing your want-itis, right? This is the urge to buy things because you want them, because you want to keep up with others, you want to keep up with the Joneses. I said this is a big cause of financial stress earlier. It 100% is. Keeping up with the Joneses on social media won't actually lead to contentment. It'll only get you further and further into debt. It'll get you further away from your financial goals. It'll leave you where you don't have money for emergencies. Uh, it'll put you in a tough spot. It'll leave you where you can't pay for your retirement that you always wanted to live. It will mess up your financial life. You need to learn what triggers all these wants and all of this, I gotta have it, gotta have it attitude, and you need to start limiting your exposure to that thing. If waking up and scrolling through social media is a bad habit that leads to your next purchase, it might be time to take a break. So no matter what kind of financial stress you're going through, there is always hope, okay? And we need to be content in the place that we're at. The place that we're at may be messy, it may be ugly, we might not wanna stay there, okay? It might be a time in our life that we are not particularly proud of, Okay, but if we can build this level of gratitude and contentment for what we have uh, and our ability 
to make changes and our ability to do new things and our ability uh, to clean up the mess that we've made, then we can be so much more thankful on the other side uh, that we actually get through, that we actually make the changes in our lives, and that we actually uh, clean up a mess that maybe looked insurmountable at some point in time. I know your financial life is stressful. I know that you can only see the negatives right now and that everybody looks better than what you have. Okay, But if you can be thankful for where you're at and you can be grateful for where you're at, then uh, ultimately you will be better off over the long term because uh, you're not going to be pushing to just spend, 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 and you're not going to be pushing to you know, go into debt to look good when things aren't really good, and you're not going to uh, have no money. You're actually going to have money set aside for the future because uh, you weren't just thinking about today. You weren't just being uh, you know, short-term. You were thinking long-term, uh, and you were thinking of what's best for you and your family, uh, looking out 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, not just looking towards next week. Okay, you can achieve financial security by overcoming your hangups about money. Okay, I believe that you can do that. I believe that these stresses, these anxieties, these worries, uh, they are curable. And I'm not talking about curable just because you know you have anxiety and uh, you know somebody can medicate you to to cure your stress. No, uh, you have to make changes in your financial life to change your feelings about your finances, to change uh, the anxieties and the stresses that you may have. Uh, yes, you may have some uh, extreme version of this financial stress, of this financial anxiety, but most people have some stress and anxiety about money. Some people have uh, some worries about money. Uh, even I, who sit here and teach you this stuff every single day, uh, from time to time, have uh, little thoughts about money. What if this happened? What if that happened? What uh, is going on here? Me and my wife just welcomed uh, our son into the world last month, and uh, just thinking about all of the possibilities of things that could go wrong with uh, the labor and delivery and uh, things that could go wrong after he was born. It's it's a little stressful. And part of that stress is how would I pay for this? How would I do that? How would I uh, be able to keep up if something is really wrong, you know, and it's a long-term deal and all these things that we can't control. But again, it goes back to being grateful and being content where you're at. Uh, and that can keep you from being too stressed out. It can keep you from being too anxious and too worried. I hope for every single one of you that you can get the burden of financial stress off of your back that you can recognize what's causing it in your life and you can get rid of that thing, okay? And that you can work a good financial plan that will allow you uh, to build up good financial habits and to reach financial goals that will get you out of a place of financial stress and into a place of financial freedom. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things that I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media sites and tell me that you are interested interested in financial coaching and you and I can begin working together, building financial goals for you and your family's life, and then ultimately pushing towards attaining those goals and attaining long-term financial freedom along the way. So tune in tomorrow as I continue talking about personal finance topics that I think can be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.